do they specialize in addiction and in recovery? Because again, most people do not. I met a therapist, a trained um, LMFT licensed, uh, like um, marriage family therapist is, is what that is. And I met with someone who was an LMFT and she came to me. I was there at the beach um, here in Hawaii where we live. And she lives here as well. And we were connecting, talking. I told her what I did. And she pulls me aside with a bit of embarrassment in, in her body language and eyes. And she was just like, hey, she's like, I have so many men that tell me that they're struggling with porn addiction in their marriages or wives bring them in. And she's like, and she looks at me, she looks around to make sure no, no one's hearing her. And she candidly just said, she said, I don't know how to help them. I have no clue what to do. What do you recommend? Welcome to the Matt Droget Show, where our mission is to see emotionally healthy humans go viral. Now, let's face it. We all want to live as the most authentic, created expression of ourselves that we were made to be, but we can't do that if we're coping with porn or self-sabotaging our potential. So my goal in this podcast is to get you the answers you need so you can live the life you want. Please subscribe and enjoy. All right, guys, today we are going to talk about therapy and counseling. Should I, let me say it here, let me say it, should I do therapy or counseling to quit porn? This is a big question. A lot of people are wondering what is the best avenue to overcome this. Now, undoubtedly, whether you've been following me for a week, a minute, or you know, ever since the conception of this podcast just a few wee little months ago when we began, um, you know me. Okay. And if you don't know me, you're about to, I believe that if any guy wants to quit porn for life, you have to become emotionally healthy. There's no argument with that. I, I won't be at the mercy of someone's uneducated opinion over this idea. You can't pray it away. You can't fast it away. Most people, I just got off a call with a guy earlier today. He's like all about the power of God, which I love. Okay. I love Jesus. I've seen miracles. I've gone to Africa. I've tried to raise people from the dead for crying out loud. Okay. So when people start talking about Matt, you don't believe in the power of God. I'm like, no, 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 no. I love the anointing. I love the power of God. I also love the God of process, the God of wholeness, the God that walks with his people in the cool of the day in the garden, like he did with Adam and Eve. So I had a guy today on a call that he's like, you know, God's freed me from all these addictions, from drugs, from alcohol, from gambling, from all this sort of stuff. And he's like, so you can't tell me that, you know, God isn't real and he's not like changing my life and transforming me. And then I say to him kindly, I was just like, Hey, but you still have that porn addiction, don't you? And he's like, yeah, but you know, it's just because da, 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 da. And he doesn't have an answer. And I'm saying, okay, well, here's the deal. Most people don't quit addictions. They tra- they just transfer them. It transforms and it takes on a new form and a new shape. Most people never actually learn to become emotionally healthy. We just find different ways of covering up our dysfunction. And again, this is about therapy and counseling. So I, I'm just trying to say, like, I get we've tried everything, willpower, grit, every spiritual discipline, accountability buddies, you know, software. But as it comes to therapy or counseling, here's here's what I want to tell you guys. I love therapy and I love counseling. I still get counseling to this day. I get coaching. I get I have a trauma coach, you know, a therapist. I have people in my corner that I need in my world because it's smart, because it's wise. But I want to talk to you about it in regards to quitting porn because maybe you've done this, maybe you've tried, maybe you haven't, maybe you're considering it. Maybe you're like, Matt, I listen to you, but I'm I'm really trying to figure out like who I can begin to solve this with. So here's what I want to tell you is that there's a very, very, I'd say therapy and counseling is a is a is a broad stroke term, but there's so much nuance in there on what type of counselor, what type of therapist, and what 
your specialty and field of operation is when it comes to dealing with these things? Because most counselors, most counselors are not, I'll actually like to say almost zero counselors are not specialized in addiction recovery and even therapists and even less when it comes to porn addiction or sexual addiction of any kind because of all the addictions. And this is what I've gotten trained by from my therapists, from my coaches who've been in this space for like 30, 40, 50 years is that they say that sexual addiction, like porn addiction is the most misunderstood addiction there is, which is why we all have an opinion on how to quit and nobody has a freaking answer or clue. Now, I think I would like to say I have an idea. I mean, I've been free from porn for 10, 11 years now, actually, and I've personally helped almost 700 guys get free from porn. So I've, I've learned a couple things that I really want to inspire you and help you with, because if you're dead set on getting counseling or therapy, be my guest, but I want you to understand some things. So here's, the, here's one. It's different per state, but not every counselor when they go through schooling is actually, it's not mandated. It's not mandatory for them to get their own therapy or counseling themselves. Now, in some cases it is, depending on what school you go to, but in others, it's actually just recommended. It's a, you can do it if you want to. And here's the problem with that is that I have so many guys that I meet with on a constant basis that tell me why, you know, therapy or counseling doesn't work. And I just have to kindly acknowledge it and remind them that I'm like, not every therapist or counselor has done their own work, has done their own inner healing. And even when it comes to therapy, by the way, like this is something that you're going to have to, I would ask, these are almost like questions. Today's like questions you should ask your therapist or your counselor. I would ask them being like, okay, cool. So not really how long have you been practicing therapy on others, but how long have you been practicing therapy on yourself? Like how many years have you been actively getting your own therapy? This right here is a question that no one would ask that I think everyone should, because we like to think that people are accredited because of how many years they've been counseling others. But where the real work of transformation is done within a therapist's life, a counselor's life, an educator's life is not in what the people they're counseling is, but in their own personal ownership and experience of transformation themselves. And I can tell when I meet with people that are counselors that I'm like, you haven't done your own work. You're, you're doing textbook things. You're saying all the right things, but you're lacking juice. <laughs> you're lacking vibrancy, energy, life, like true empathy and compassion and the ability to sit in someone's shoes because you don't actually have the experience because you've never done your own work. And this is a problem because a lot of spaces, this is for pastors, um, that's a whole other conversation, but even with therapy and counselors are narcissistic. And I, and I mean this because a lot of people that are narcissistic don't want to ever do the work on themselves. They can't, they won't, they won't allow themselves to. So they'll focus on fixing everybody else. And so there's a huge wave and surge. And I know this again, cause I'm in the space. I talk to people that are in counseling, that are in therapists, that are ma mass, really big educators. And they talk about the, the epidemic, the problem of a lot of people wanting to get into the counseling therapy world and helping others because they, it's an avoidance pattern and they don't want to actually deal with their own issues and their own problems. And in, in my life, that's why I've made it a non-negotiable that the people I hire and I work with as, as a, I'd say as a, as a rule, okay, as a blueprint rule is I don't care how long they've been helping other people. 
I ask them, how long have you been getting your own therapy or counseling? And what's your journey been like for yourself? What have you had to work through within yourself? And so my latest counselor or like their trauma coach, you know, she talks about how she was married for 15 years. She's been married 20 years now. And I've been doing this work longer than her of getting on my own help and wholeness and healing. But for the past five, you know, she said her first 15 years of marriage were terrible, you know, were really, really hard. And then for the past five, she's like radically transformed her life. And I understood the journey and where she's gone and who she's been connected to, the places that she's gotten education from. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. And her marriage is different now. I see the fruit of it. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of trust there recommended from other people. Um, of course, that's going to be, you know, like a really big deal as well. And I'm like, okay, green lights. You're awesome. You don't have to, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years for me to mirror what you're telling you. You don't have, I could be your first client for all I care. I, it doesn't matter to me because I know that your experience and your authority is that you are your own first client. So in my own world, you know, I've been in this space for almost a, a decade now of, you know, personal development, growth, inner healing, emotional health, transformation, trauma therapy, la di da. And I've been getting more and more, like I'd say better and better as, as I go along, but it's not just because I read a book. It's because I know firsthand my own life and all the things that I have for myself. So that's one. The second one I would ask your counselor or your therapist about is saying, do they specialize in addiction? Do they specialize in addiction and in recovery? Because again, most people do not. I met a therapist, a trained um, LMFT licensed, uh, like um, marriage family therapist is, is what that is. And I met with someone who was an LMFT and she came to me. I was there at the beach um, here in Hawaii where we live. And she lives here as well. And we were connecting, talking. I told her what I did. And she pulls me aside with a bit of embarrassment in, in her body language and eyes. And she was just like, hey, she's like, I have so many men that tell me that they're struggling with porn addiction in their marriages or wives bring them in. And she's like, and she looks at me. She looks around to make sure no, no one's hearing her. And she candidly just said, she said, I don't know how to help them. I have no clue what to do. What do you recommend? And you know why I love this lady? I love her so much because she had the humility to say, I don't know. I don't know. And I think a big disservice when we're in the space is that we think we have to know everything and I don't claim to. If someone asks me a question that I don't know anything about, I'll just say, hey, I don't know. I'll get back to you. But I'm very outspoken about you know, men, masculinity, emotional health, relationships, because it's the one thing I do know about. You ask me to talk to you about, you know, interest rates and banking and, you know, LTV of a home and all this other stuff in real estate. I'll tell you, I'm not the person you should ask because this is not my, my, my scope, my field of genius. So that's another piece of the puzzle that you need to realize. And the reason why you can't just assume that a counselor can help you out of porn addiction is because when you get your master's, here's something interesting. Again, this is going to change your world as it relates to counseling and therapy and how you want to get that help is that most counselors, um, when you get your master's in counseling, by the way, you start with a bachelor's, it could be in anything. And then you want to specialize and get your master's. And then you go into counseling is you don't actually learn counseling. And again, I know this because I, I have friends and people that are counselors and have done it and go into the programs that when you get your master's in counseling, the whole goal is that they try to find ways to help you save your butt legally in case you're in a bind. So think of it this way. You got Chad. I don't know. I'm picking on Chad for a moment here, but you know, he's a fictitious person and Chad has got his bachelor's in arts. Okay. Or in education and nothing And the, and the bachelor's in, you could just even say psychology, if you will. He has zero experience, no knowledge of 
how to counsel, how to help anybody. And when he goes and gets his master's in counseling, guess what he doesn't learn? He doesn't learn how to truly counsel people and help them. They understand how to hold the space, set up your meeting, get the tissue boxes, and do a general form of like how to get the setup. But when it comes to actually counseling and specifically getting trained for people out of addiction or trauma or other work, that is not within the scope of getting your master's. Those would be considered workshops that you get after you're done. After you're done your master's, because your master's, again, is wanting there to legally help save your butt with lawyers and legalities in case you get sued and you're in a pinch. So that's why people have their masters in something. But what I found out is from a lot of my friends is that when they actually got truly trained on, let's just say, EMDR therapy, that is not a master's. That is something that you would specialize in almost like an extracurricular activity outside of the normal scope of work. And you would do that on like weekend workshops. You would do that through different mediums and programs after the fact, but that's not taking you four years to learn EMDR. Those are, those are workshops and short intensives that you partake in to get that type of accreditation under your belt. And what's baffling to me is that in my own life, I was like, okay, I don't value trying to just save someone's butt legally, personally. Because I'm like, if you're relationally led and you have proper boundaries and common sense, I'm like, I don't want that. I don't need it. It's a waste of my time. I would rather just help more people. So I started getting into the workshops and the places where these people were learning. They're more specialized in specific training to actually, you know, help people. And I would say that that is a much, much, much greater place. So you need to figure out being like, what type of counselor or therapist are you, right? Do you specialize in addiction? Have you been doing your own work? And being like, okay, so you, if you just have your master's, then you can realize they're a general counselor. Now, you got to understand, I love counseling. I love therapy. I believe in it. I think that we should all get it. It just depends what you're going in for. Because again, just like going to a doctor, I would not go to an ER doctor for a brain tumor. I would go see a specialist. Or if I was having heart problems, I'd go see a cardiologist or an oncologist or whatever type of specialized person that you need to see for the help and care that you're trying to get. There's a lot of expectation to say that because you have a counselor, they should be able to solve your problems. And that's just not true. It won't happen from someone else trying to solve it for you. You got to still take a big time personal ownership over these areas of your life. And the other thing that I would say is that, you know, again, going back to the idea of like some people just want to fix others and not deal with their own stuff. That's a, that's a really big real thing. So you're going to want to check them. You could also ask them and say, how many people have you helped out of porn addiction? How many people have you helped out of porn addiction? You know, what's your, what's your process to help them? And they might honestly, like, I want to give credit to where it's due. You might get people and you ask these questions and then they give you amazing, incredible answers. Cause I've had some amazing, amazing, amazing people in my life. Counsel me, coach me, help me, support me. And I'm so grateful, you know, for those people having done again, their own personal work and get their own personal experience and not just try to learn something from a textbook to fix people that aren't actually broken. You know, you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You need to rewire your brain. You need to renew your mind. You have things that you need to let go of. There's trauma to overcome, but it's going to happen by releasing it, letting it go. And a lot of it's going to be understanding your own story. Um, but that being said, you know, you got to ask them, how many people have you helped out of porn addiction? And that's going to be a fun question because if they say no one, then you'd be like, okay, then what makes you confident you can help me? Ask them that. What makes you confident you can help me with this? You know, 
And especially when I hear this a lot when people are like, oh, I'm struggling, but you know, I got my family in my corner. They're, they're my support. I'm like, dude, if you had a brain tumor, you would not be flexing like, oh, I got my family in my corner. You know, they're all going to help me and it's going to be okay. I'm like, dude, you need someone who specializes in like brain tumors. You got to go see a brain surgeon and a legitimate doctor. It's not good enough that your family's there because they don't know how to help you adequately. And we know this because 80% of Christian men struggle with porn on an ongoing basis. 50% of pastors struggle with porn. And again, there's no finger being pointed at anybody. I think this is a group collective on just like, we need clarity, we need answers. So that's why I'm trying to create this podcast and you know, produce this content and episode and all of my content to help give you clarity, get you clarity. Hosea 4.6 says, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of understanding. I mean, we're drowning in so much information in this age right now that we're starving for wisdom. And that's not okay. So that's why I want to speak very clearly and hopefully articulate these points that you're like, oh my gosh, this is making a ton of sense. So the last thing I'd say, you know, again, I, I like therapy a lot, but it, it can be super expensive. So maybe you'll find somebody be like, yeah, I can help you, you know, quit this porn addiction. But then the question is when, what's your timeline? What's your, what's your timeline? How long is it going to take you to actually help me through this? And the difficult part about this is that most counselors you know, and therapists, they, they benefit while well, all of them do. It's just the recurring revenue model. It's a business way. It's a, just a business strategy where, you know, they benefit by you meeting with them week after week. So if I say, if they say it's going to take us like a couple year or two or three, then guess what? You pay them, you know, $200 a session. They're like, let's meet every week. That's great for them because they're going to be making $800 a month, but it's not so great for you because you're coughing out $10,000 a year. If you're doing hundred dollars a week, you're sorry, $200 a week, every week for a whole year. That's like 9,600 when you do the math. So long-term, it takes a really, really long time because all the tools and techniques they, they have, they don't necessarily give you to teach you for yourself. They keep, and they, they do them with you in sessions, but then it makes you have to keep coming back and be dependent upon them. So there's a lot of people that get therapy and counseling their whole life and they're still no different than when they started because there's a lot of codependency. It's like, I have to have you in order to be okay. I can't trust myself because I've not learned how to take these skills with me on my own. And again, that's not a counselor's fault. That's not a therapist's fault. Heck, I've even had clients you know, who I work with and then I'm like, you, you still need to learn self-sufficiency in a healthy way. You need to learn your own individuality and begin to trust yourself. You know, we're here to provide you bumpers and railings and support you, but the personal ownership is super necessary for you to see true results. It won't happen any other way. So again, this is not throwing anybody under the bus, but I will say, you know, is that it, it's a long-term play. So if you got a lot of money, if you got a lot of time, I think that that is a phenomenal route. If you want to quit porn yesterday, I would say that you're not going to find someone in the counseling and therapy world who could likely help you with this unless they have an extensive history and experience of either personal freedom for themselves. Again, you, you don't have to, you could, they could say, oh, I've never helped anybody from porn yet because no one's asked me, but I struggled with it for 15 years. I can help you. I would be like, work with that person. Do that. Compared to the person who's like, I've helped five people, 10 people out of porn um, in my career, it's never been a struggle for me. Then I'd be like, okay, then where does the authority come from? Where is this merited? How did you help them? What did that look like? Are you sure it's long-term and it's long-standing? But if that person has a testimony, he's like, it's been 15 years. I struggled with it for 15 years and I've been free for seven. I can, I can show you I've been free for two. You know, again, time isn't your greatest indicator of a level of freedom always. Um, 
I would just say that person's identity, understanding who they are, their needs and the wholeness you see in their life is a better barometer for, for wholeness. So moral of the story is counseling and therapy as a blanket term is not the end all be all. And again, I meet with mine, like right now, my trauma coach to give you guys insight, if you cared, <laughs> I mean, if you don't, whatever, it doesn't matter, but I meet with her for nervous system work. I meet with her right now to help heal my nervous system, to get more balanced, to feel more calm, more centered, more grounded, and understanding the nervous system and how it plays a role with trauma in our lives and how the, you know, obviously the body keeps the score, you hold on to trauma. And so being able to feel more relaxed, you know, I think when we look at the life of Jesus, he was always relaxed everywhere he went. He wasn't uptight. He wasn't worked up, except if he had a, you know, a button of injustice towards the Pharisees for, you know, oppressing his people. So those are some thoughts there. Um, going Wrapping up, going full circle again, should I do therapy or counseling to quit porn? Um, I'm going to say nine times out of 10, no, because nine times out of 10, you know, therapists and counselors likely don't. Again, most people, they're not specialized in addiction. They're not specialized in sexual addiction because it is the most misunderstood addiction, which is why I, I, I love the emails. I love the messages you guys send. You guys are always so encouraging. And I, and I love the community that we're building here um, because you're all saying like, man, I've never heard this stuff in my life. Like no one's being able to clearly articulate. And that's why I want to be of service. I want to be helpful. I want to be useful for you. You know, obviously what we do is super unique. You know, we can help you quit porn in six months or less inside of our program, the untamed Academy. And it's why we have other offers here. If you like can barely, barely, barely afford counseling at all as a fast caveat, cause I want to give you solutions and I want to give you answers. You know, we do have a program that we just launched and it's called extreme mentorship. You know, the, the one of the reasons why counseling takes a long time is because you only meet with them once a month or once every two weeks. But we literally, we just came up with a program. It's called Extreme Mentorship. And our whole goal is to help people who are interested in the therapy counseling arena. So they want a, a play where they get long-term help and they want to be able to get you know wisdom, insight, and perspective, but they might not be able to afford it long-term because it, it will be hundreds of dollars. You will absolutely never, ever change your life for, for nothing. It's going to require skin in the game because the journey is long and extensive. And so the program we made is Extreme Mentorship, where we literally, this is crazy, give you 20 hours of coaching every single month. So that's an hour a day, five days a week, Monday through Friday, an hour of live coaching every single day to ask questions and get answers and get help and support. And that way, you know, you jump into that you're in control of your own process. You're in control of when you meet, how often you meet and the answers, you know, that you're getting. So you don't have to wait, you know, another week and a half or two weeks or three weeks to fit into someone's schedule. And that's why I've trained coaches and, and hired, you know, the best people in order to, to serve us in that program. And I know this sounds nutty. So I might just have you get, don't, if you need to pull over right now, I don't want you to get amnesia or get paralyzed or have a stroke when I tell you this, but literally for 20 hours, oh my gosh, I love this. 20 hours of coaching a month, an hour, every single day, you couldn't even meet with a counselor, you know, twice for a hundred dollars in a month. And this program is literally just $50. Holy crap. $50 a month for 20 hours of chronic coaching. It's, it's, it's radical. I've had a few people tell me that I'm, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm, I can't like, Matt, you're dumb for doing that. And I was like, yes, I am. Cause I wanted to be the biggest no brainer. Again, if, if that's been valuable for you, maybe even following me for a while, uh, maybe you're a client or maybe you're, you know, a past client. This is way different than our, than our untamed Academy. That's an intensive. I would almost say it like this. Um, we can, we can promise and guarantee you'll get free from porn within the untamed Academy. This is more like a long-term general form of, of coaching. So we have guys that do this for a while, then they jump into the untamed Academy and then go back 
And with, for all of our alumni, you know, we recommend them get into this extreme mentorship. Um, and they do because, you know, it's so, so, so beneficial and useful to have a long term availability of being able to have answers. And this is, by the way, a uh, program right now. Hit me up on Instagram if you're a woman watching this, because uh, I'm going to be creating a program for women here in the near future. This one is specifically for men right now. Again, I'm working on resources for women, all my energy lately. I've been a dude, you know, I have two boys myself. It's just been pouring into men because I have a huge heart for them, but I also have a massive heart for women. I mean, I was raised practically by my mom single-handedly and I have four little sisters. So lo love, love me, the women. I got a wife, you know, we have a, a daughter on the way, um, but <laughs> resources are coming there. But if you felt like that was helpful, you're like, shoot, I've been thinking about therapy and you want to maybe 20 times the value, dude, try it out, you know, cancel at the end of the month if, if you don't think it's worth it or just get coaching for literally $2 a session for a whole month and then quit if you didn't feel like it was worth it. But I know a lot of guys want to stay in forever because it's such a ridiculous idea. And my heart to do this was because I know so many people, especially now in this current season, as this podcast episode is being released, can't afford long-term you know, therapy. And I'm like, dude, I got to come up with a solution. It's not okay that people want help, maybe have a little bit to invest, but they don't know where to go with it. So again, this is very, very different than the Untamed Academy. That's way more intensive. There's more one-on-one -on -one mentorship, um, access to me even, and way more tools, strategies, and insight. So nothing compares to that. But if you wanted to get your feet wet with who we are and what we do in a safer way, I would I would think and highly consider that, especially if you're weighing the options. I mean, you do therapy, do counseling, but you might as well try it out for one month, see how it is. And if the value's there, amazing. And if it's not, let, let me know because there's no way that I want to be able to create a program with 20 hours of chronic coaching a month, an hour every single day for you to hop on live calls and, and get, you know, great coaching, the best coaching to help you counsel you and give you wisdom and then have it not be valuable. So please let me know. Um, would love for you to jump in. I made this literally just to serve you and you can share it with your friends, you know, share it with anybody you want. You're like, holy crap, you know, like they can't afford this, but maybe that. Um, I really did it to make it as cheap as possible. I'm not benefiting, not taking money from it anyway. It's just going straight back into the program to make it better. And my goal here is that the more people we get into this, it becomes cheaper. My goal is that the more people to jump into that extreme mentorship, then I can hire even better, like licensed people in again, addiction or recovery or other specialty areas and bring them on board so that we can have more and more sessions. Um, I have this wild dream. I'll just tell you guys, cause you know, I think it's fun is I have this wild dream to have a 24 seven chronic coaching call link where you can hop on any single time of the day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with a coach. And then they're all rotating like an hour. So to hire, I don't know how many coaches or therapists or, you know, counselors that would be, but people that are specialized in this field with faith-based men to help, whether it's direction for life, other things, I want it to be like a general um, broad stroke, you know, way to help counsel people. And here's the cool thing. The more people, again, that get into the program, the cheaper I can make it for everybody. And then I can just funnel all that back into getting better coaching, um, better resources and better help. But how phenomenal would that be if like, and let's just say, even if it was only 50 bucks a month, but any time of day, anytime you're stuck, you could hop on a link to get coaching, to get a therapist, get a counselor, and you can ask questions live on a Zoom call and get answers. That'd be ridiculous. It'd be crazy. And anytime you want, and you had it always at your fingertips. I, I, that's a dream that I have in my heart. You guys, again, dialogue with me on Instagram. I'm making stuff that I think would be helpful for you, but also for me like five years ago, because I was like t eight years ago, seven years ago, five years ago. Even now I'm like, dude, I would love something where I could just hop on and get, ask someone a question and just get help um, on the fly like that. So anyways, um, I digress. 
I hope you guys got some value out of this episode because again, this was about helping you, you know, should I do therapy or counseling to quit porn? And hopefully you got enough golden nuggets within this to determine for yourself what you feel like, you know, the best play, the best decision, the best choice would be. I will end it here. Follow me on Instagram. I'm starting a YouTube channel. I got my first video coming out very shortly. Subscribe, send this to a friend. If you're like, holy crap, this is too good. I can't keep this to myself. I'm blowing up within myself at the seams because Matt is sharing some really beautiful, valuable content. I do this for free. You know, this is, I'm, I'm, this is just, yeah, just my, just my love. It's what I do. It's who I am. And I want to serve you guys at the highest level. Let me know on Instagram as well in a DM. If you want to reach out and be friendly, let me know what you want me to talk about in these podcast episodes because I take it all to heart and I want to make content that's useful for you. But I had a lot of people asking about the therapy counseling question versus coaching and what that looked like. Um, so that's why I wanted to share that episode with you and then share the valuable resource of extreme mentorship if you felt like, you know, life on that. But as I always say, guys, let's go live this life before we leave this life. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.